What up, guys? Coach Jimmy here. Today we're on Tech Talk. I got my friend Trevor, and then I got Taylor, and Bam Bam. I kind of cut Trevor off there. Yeah. What up? <laughs> hey, so today we're going to talk about several things. Uh, I enjoy starting it off with a funny story every single time. Today I'm going to tell you guys about Baby Hat because it's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. It's a hilarious story. All right. So for the people out there in YouTube land or on, on Spotify and all that crap that don't know, <clears throat> I teach people how to fight for a living. I've been doing this for almost 20 years. Uh, I enjoy it. I'm actually pretty good at it. And yeah. So I'm headed to the Frozen Bean. It's like our personal coffee shop here in Eastman, Georgia. It's basically like a, a, like a knockoff of Starbucks or something, but way better. And uh, I was pulling into the parking lot, and this dude was in this huge SUV with all of his windows down, and he had a baby hat on. And it was amazing. <laughs> now, it looked like a yarmulke, but that the bill is like, you know, I'm talking about one of those baby hats that's super soft that won't hurt the baby, like for a newborn baby, but maybe, maybe a six month old or something because it fit right on top of his head and the bill come about that far and it stopped and it was curved conformed to the shape of this dude's head so i did this i went and i seen it well when i did that that dude made eye contact with me and he had he was he was you know he was ready he looked at me what the fuck you staring at and he was just like yeah, we can go. Let's go. And like, what are you staring at? And he was like, worked up. And I was like, I was just looking at your baby hat, man. And I'm like, shit, my bad. See a grown dude wearing a baby hat? Like, I should do a double take. A double take. But honestly, I didn't say nothing. I, in my mind, I was like, I was looking at your baby hat. But I didn't say anything. Should have. He was just <laughs> screaming. He had like some other dudes in his truck, and he was just screaming at the top of his lungs. Like, what are you looking at? It's a baby hat. <laughs> it was hilarious. I go in the bean, and they're like, what was, what was all the noise about or whatever? And I was like, dude in a baby hat was mad at the world. He's trying to fight me. But... It was funny to me anyway. You, you're wearing a baby hat and I want people to look at you. Yeah. Yeah, you dropped Tink off and I had called you for something and you didn't answer. And she went, he probably called Bam Bam to tell him about the dude in the baby hat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Once he didn't. <laughs> no, that's the first you were hearing about it, huh? It is. That's great. Yeah, dude in the baby hat. He was... And it was a legit baby hat. Like, I'm not just saying that to be funny. It le it legitimately was a true baby hat. <laughs> like, up to dudes went, a grown man. I mean, a grown man, like 220, 230-pound grown man, a shaved head, wearing a baby hat. Man, he was probably already self-conscious about himself, done lost a bet, and now you're making him feel worse about himself. Because he's wearing a baby hat. Because he's wearing a baby hat. He lost a bet. Let that man wear a baby hat. He obviously lost a bet. As good as that hat fit his head, he'd been wearing that thing oh, he a done, lot. He, he done, done broke it in. <laughs> he done came in last place playing fantasy football. <laughs> Listen, you got to wear this baby hat for a whole year, every day. Shit. 
Just, I, as good as it looked, I might get me a baby hat. Mm -hmm. Start wearing me a little yarmulke baby hat. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that jump was funny, dude. And it's only me. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, the Karen with the, uh, at the gas pump with Zach that day. Yes. Oh, I posted it on my Instagram story. I had my first, like, Karen experience in public, like, Sunday. Ooh, must tell. Yeah, it, it wasn't towards me, but I was right behind her in the checkout line at Walmart. It, I, I'm still flabbergasted. <laughs> you just, have to give us the details. Okay, so. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> For the rest of the world, that just means he was shocked. Flabbergasted. Fla flabbergasted is not that big of a word. My dad used to tell me, he used to hate it when I used big words. Quit using them $5 words around me. That's what he used to say. <laughs> yeah, that's a $5 word. Quit that. <laughs> anyway, I was at Walmart. I had already done my grocery shopping because that's the day I do it on. Forgot something because I was grilling that afternoon. So I ran back, went in there no more than 10 minutes. I get behind, uh, it was like her and like four or five of her family. It's like a little small group of family. Uh, I'm behind them. They're finishing up. Like, okay, this ain't going to take long. She had ran and got another cup and came back, and they paid for that cup separate. It was on clearance because I saw the big yellow sticker on it, so I knew it was on clearance. Cashier rings it up, like thirteen eighty eight. She immediately is like, "This is it's different. It's different." Cashier's is looking like, "What?" She goes, "Call the manager." <laughs> immediately, like no discussion, no debate, nothing. He goes. What's the what's the deal? What's the problem? And she put out the other cup, eight eighty eight. They're different. And she put out a receipt. Already paid for this one, eight eighty eight. They're different. He goes, yeah, they're different. That was on sale. This one is too, thirteen eighty eight. That one's like eight eighty three. Manager comes over. She hears what's going on. By this time, I'm done propped on the little conveyor belt, and I'm just watching because <laughs> I'm just entertained now. Like, what is going on? Cause I didn't. I'm on the cashier side. Like, the hell's wrong with this woman? Like, what is going on? I, I'm I'm missing something. So anyway, she's still going on, and she took a breath. And the cashier's like, "Are you good paying 1388?" Yes. So he, she paid for 1388, and then walked off triumphant. Like she had won the argument, but she paid the price that it rung up as. So to, like, to this day, this has happened like, you know, six days ago. I still don't know what happened. I get up there, and I look at the cashier, and we just make eye contact. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. She, he goes, I don't know what happened. I don't understand what the problem was. She still paid for the price that it was. I'm like, man, some people just want to bitch because they can. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope you have a better day. <laughs> I paid for my little three things, and I left. But that's my first time in public seeing it happen. And I still don't understand it right now. Like, the price wasn't wrong. She didn't get it down to a lower price. She paid what it was for and felt like she won the argument. It's just very confusing. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was trying to figure out where we were going with that. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Uh... I really believe that she just wanted to complain and fuss because she, she felt like she could. I don't know. I mean, that's just the feeling I got. Some people just want to be angry. They just want to fuss. And what got me, like, she walked out, was walking out with her family, head hell high, like, I won that battle, yeah. 
<laughs> they won't try me again. One for me. <laughs> Next time I'm going to get it for $13 straight off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> try to charge thirteen eighty eight for me? No, nah, I got it for thirteen eighty eight. Quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you won. You won, ma'am. <laughs> it's hilarious. People are strange. Yes. All right. <clears throat> so, I've been on this whole mental growth, mental health, like trying to be more positive, looking at, you know, we teach where focus goes, energy flows to the kids. And use that today. We did. You know, the, in the kids' class? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've been on that for a long time. I've been trying to make those small changes in my life to, uh, you know, build that motivation. And, and I have literally changed almost everything in my life for the last, I don't know, 10 years so that I can have the life designed that I want pretty much. And uh, recently, I have been trying to teach that to these teenage kids and things like that, those life lessons and teaching them that your choices that you make now will affect you the rest of your life. One of the things that come up is like where I come from and like the hardships that I come from. I know I switched gears pretty quick just now from funny stories to this but I feel like this is kind of going to be the topic of today's podcast. It is serious to me because it kind of matters a lot to me. I don't want to get it into like people's personal belief systems, but personally, I know that I had every opportunity in the world to be a piece of shit. And I had to choose differently to get to where I'm at. I had to make the conscious decisions and certain choices in order to get the things that I have. Like me and my cousin grew up exactly the same way and he did not end up on the path that I ended up on. He ended up on the other side and um, he is like drugs and, and things like that. It's, you know, it's pretty bad. And I got out and then uh, people are talking today, like this day and age is like, no, you're, you know, like, it's not your choices because you're destined to do whatever it is that you're doing. And I'm like, no, it is your choices. Some people just have more choices to make, but they have to make the right choices every single time. Because if you mess up coming from where I come from one time, one wrong decision will ruin the game for you. It will literally put you on a completely different path. I could have chose to do drugs. I could have chose to sell drugs. I could have chose to do other things. I could have done things and got caught and not had the life and the blessings that I have now. And um, I was blessed to make it out, but I made it out of where I come from because of the decisions that I made. And um, I'm, I'm trying to teach that to the youth now and to our teenagers, like, hey, like, it doesn't matter where you started. You may start farther behind from everybody else. But here in the United States, as long as you try to make the right decisions and, and make the right decisions, you'll never be held down. You'll never, you will never stay where you are. You will get better. You will find better and do better. It may, 
you may have to make more decisions, but it is a choice. And um, it took you longer to get there, but you'll get there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's funny because I'm I brought this up because I was literally saying that like to my I was telling my daughter. Like, she has it easier than I did because I am going to make sure that she don't have to make a lot of the decisions that I had to make. But, dude, I come from nothing. I come from, like, nothing. You know what I'm saying? And it was very, very, like, it wasn't at the time. I, that's just how life was to me. And I knew that I needed to make certain decisions to get where I wanted to be. And I knew where I wanted to be, so I knew what I had to do. And I just made my mind up, and no one could veer me from that path. Well, now we have teenagers now that are, like, choosing to vape. or it's the same thing as choosing to smoke when I was in school or choosing to do drugs. It's like, if you make that decision, then that is a decision that you are going to have to suffer for. It's like, um, if I know that I am not privileged enough with money and things like that to get out of trouble if i get caught doing something wrong I, the price is going to be higher to me but simply because i don't have it so you know uh five hundred dollars to somebody who has twenty thousand dollars in the bank isn't much money but five hundred dollars to someone who don't even have a bank account and don't have any money saved is a ton of money. So it's a higher price to that person. And um, it kind of brings you back to that old saying, like sometimes a person who gave a penny or gave a dollar gave more than the person that gave a hundred because it was more to them in their certain financial situation or their situation. It's the same thing. Now you have to make those right decisions and not put yourself in those situations so that you are stuck getting bogged down because of your bad decisions. And I'm trying to teach that, and then I'm having, literally having teachers and uh, English majors and people of that such saying, no, 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 their decisions are irrelevant. Like, well, their, their argument is that some people are uh, just destined for failure, pretty much. They're destined to have more obstacles and it's harder for them to overcome and unless someone steps in and intervenes then they're always going to be down at the bottom and i don't agree with that but that was like was the argument not an argument but the debate that i was having recently and when i was teaching a kid like no no your decisions like you can become and do anything here in the united states anything you want you can do and you can become if you choose to, but you have to make the choice and you can't deviate because if you come from somewhere like I did and you deviate, you will get bogged down. You will get trapped. And um, that was my lesson to, I was talking to one of my kids tonight and that was my lesson. And then I was talking to another kid yesterday and I got interrupted and they were arguing the other point. And I don't understand that mindset. I don't understand where it comes from because I know my personal experience. And then their argument was the outlier to the rule don't negate the rule. But I feel like anyone in the United States, as long as you make the right decisions, you will not stay in poverty. You will not stay in those same conditions. And I don't know. 
I don't know anyone that that will as long as they're doing the right, you know. You know what I'm saying? I I do. I uh, I agree with you. They can have the deck stacked against them from the beginning. And like you said, start from further behind. And it may take them longer to get there. But you have to keep from making those poor choices and decisions. Because that's going to set you back further. And some people don't get multiple chances. They get that one chance. And if you, like you said, deviate and that one chance you messed up, you may not be able to come back from that one mistake. Because now you're you're in that that uh, situation or whatever you was that got caught you got called in. So you may not have as many chances as someone else. It only takes that one mistake and you're done. Uh, I understand what you're saying, but a lot of that comes from your personal experience too. Like I didn't have that same upbringing. Like I didn't have a tough upbringing. I would say. Uh, I would say we were more like middle class. But if we were ever lacking for money. I didn't know it. My parents didn't let me know that. Like, it was, I wasn't lacking for anything. Wasn't rich family. I'm not one of the well-known families in this small town. But I wasn't lacking for anything either. I had family that looked out for me. So it's hard to relate on that personal level, but I understand what you're saying. I gotcha. What are your thoughts? Mm, I think this is a tough one. Um... I guess I'm different from both of you because I did come from a, you know, an, a fairly wealthy household. Um, everything that I wanted in school, I mean, I, I wouldn't like to say that I was a spoiled brat or anything, but, I mean, if I wanted something, I worked. I did work at the office, and, you know, I earned what I did have, but, I mean, like Bam Bam was saying, I definitely wasn't lacking, and I did get a fairly new vehicle when I turned 16 and everything, but I had room to make bad decisions and I made bad decisions. I mean, I was, I could be a normal teenager. I could, I had the freedom to sneak out one night and not, you know, ruin my future. Um, but with working with the kids and working with the teenagers and I interact a lot with parents, a lot more so than you two, I believe. But I think a big difference is that a lot of excuses are being made for our youth. Um, well, not even for our youth. I think that we're just in a society where people make excuses for behaving the way that they behave instead of saying, hey, this is on me. I can change it. It's, oh, well, my parents did this to me, or, oh, my teacher said this, or it's giving them an excuse to not live up to their full potential instead of someone saying, work hard and you'll make it. If you've got one person saying, work hard and you'll make it, and 10 saying, oh, maybe it's just not going to happen for you, you're going to believe those 10 saying, oh, it's just not going to happen for you because that's the way society works. Yeah, I will, you saying uh, making excuses. Like I think a lot of that goes back to the parents too. They uh, – instill that mindset in in the youth mm -hmm. and just for i can latch on to that personal example about uh parents raising their kids like uh made a mistake by my it was my first job and i was 18 and i had laid out the night before oh you told me this story. I, yeah, I have laid out the night before uh called into work i had only slept like three hours go back to sleep go home 
it was like an hour before I was supposed to go to work. Well, my manager was a family friend. She had called home. And my dad's like, mm, he, he didn't stay here last night. He was at a friend's house. She goes, well, he called in to work. He goes, okay, he'll be there. So I get home. Dad's like, yeah, talk to your boss. You want to work. Like, I had to learn that lesson the hard way mm-hmm. after having a rough night and no sleep. And he's like, no, you, you learned this lesson. Like, you got 30 minutes to get a nap, then you're getting a shower, and then you're going to work. Uh, you don't let play or your life or anything interrupt, like, get in the way of work. Like, work is important. You had a responsibility. You're going to work eight hours a day. You're going to have fun with it, too. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, sir. And... I didn't do that again. Right. No. <laughs> and I had to overcome that. You're a Barnett. Um, like, you're a Barnett. The, the, like, the world's going to crap on you because you're a Barnett. You know, like, oh, you're not going to ever mount anything because you're a Barnett. Like, the world's just going to run you over. And that was a, the mindset that my family instilled in us. It was like, oh, I don't matter. You're a Barnett. You're never going to. You're never gonna get get your break. You're never gonna catch a break. You're a Barnett. Like because I was a Barnett, I couldn't make it. I had to overcome that mindset, you know. And what are your thoughts on all this? Well, I mean, I think anybody can do anything. As like you were saying, as long as you strive for it. Like if you're striving to go be something, as long as you put in the work, we all start at like different areas. Like, and that's just. That's how life is for everybody, you know. Not everybody starts on a level playing field. We all start at different positions. We all start at different positions and move at different paces. Like, I'm one of the first people in my family to actually graduate college now. Nice. I mean, it is nice. Um, My grandpa was the first person in his family to actually graduate high school and only one of three out of eight children to do that. Um, I'm, my aunt was the first one to actually go to college and she only got an associate's degree, but that was still something. So it's, it's like we all started different places moving forward and everything, but it's the striving to go. And as long as you put forth the effort, because right now I have a friend who's going to be a neuroscient, a neuro neurologist. That's the word I'm looking for at Kennesaw State University. And her advisor honestly told her the other day, well, yeah, because you're part Latina, you're not going to have as easy an opportunity, and you're probably not going to even make it into medical school. Oh, wow. I'm like, well, that's a really crappy thing to say to you. But it's the fact that that girl is still striving as hard and studying her butt off as much as she can right now to make it into medical school when she takes her exams in, like, June right now that's showing, like, the work ethic and as long as you strive for it, you can do it, I think. Yeah, I was gonna uh, saying you have a friend that's working towards something better. There's one of my best friends. He lives in North Carolina now, and uh, he was that way. We were always in the advanced classes through high school. And I was, like, to me, I didn't really have to study until I got to college. Like, just high school, like, everything just came naturally to me. I never really had to buckle down till I got mm-hmm. outside of high school. Uh, but he was right there along with me. And I could see he was working. Like, he knew what he wanted. Mm -hmm. And I knew his family and all, too. And he was instilling that same work ethic into his younger brothers. And he went to college and got, uh, first got his bachelor's uh, 
was it, accountant, accounting, and then he got his master's. And, like, he worked his butt off to get it. And now, like, he's doing great. Mm. Like it, so I, I think it just comes down to decisions and choices. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. I personally will always think it comes down to personal decisions. Uh, you may have more choices to make, but they are your choices to make. And another thing that I think that is trouble this time, day and age, or whatever you want to call it, in my time, nah, but uh, I think another thing that uh, is, is like, everybody's about right now. And, like, I had to suffer early on. I'm still having to suffer with, without certain pleasures to get something that I want in the future. Like, I'm having to, you know, do these little podcasts and do these other things to get the the popularity that I, I'm trying to attain or obtain or whatever to get to where people know who Coach Jimmy is and want to learn jiu-jitsu from Coach Jimmy. You know, uh, I'm having to build that reputation so people understand, like, oh, this dude is technical. This, this dude is legit. This dude has been at it for this long and this many years and whatever. And now, just now, I'm fighting obscurity. People are just now realizing, like, who I am. It's like, oh, he's one of Stephen Aiken's coaches at 10th Planet Perry. Oh, he's been, he run his school. He's had his school for almost seven years. Oh, he's fought, you know, early on. He was a, you know, a kickboxer, taekwondo world champion. Like, he was all these things. But they're just now finding out who I am or, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And so watching these things play out now and seeing, like, the floodgates, it started out as a trickle. And now they're opening up, and I'm, I'm starting to experience people asking me to come do seminars and willing to pay me a lot of money to come do seminars to teach them our systems and our, our stuff. And I'm just now starting to see the, the fruits of my labor now. Whereas when I done this, I quit a job making $200,000 a year to start this journey, period, to, to start working towards this. Like I went from that to barely being able to pay certain payments and not being able to pay some payments and having to float bills to pay bills and like to get to where I am. And then last year, COVID happened and we was having to move money from here to here to pay here. It's like robbing Peter to pay Paul, I guess that's how you say it. Like we were having, we had a tough year just to stay afloat. And now here we are, we're back. We're already, we were, we're, we passed breaking even. We're turning a profit again. And it's just the beginning of the year. We've already made more money than we made last year. And uh, it's just a matter of making the right decisions and not quitting, not giving in to whatever it is. And then I'm trying to instill that into the kids that are training with us now. And I'm seeing that. And then I'm seeing other people basically telling them, you're a Barnett. You're never going to amount to anything. You're, you're never going to amount to anything. And I hate that attitude and it drives me nuts. And uh, that's basically what, if somebody told my kid that she couldn't be a scientist because she's a girl, I'd probably punch them in the face, like if they meant it, or they was trying to, like, 
tell her she couldn't do something that she wanted to do because of whatever reason, you know? Like, my, my daughter can go work in any field she wants, and no, no big scary shadow is going to stop her from doing whatever she wants to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have nothing to say. That, I, 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 mean, I just shut everybody down. <laughs> I had a mouthful of Red Bull. <laughs> I, I mean, I have nothing to add to that. Like, I... I agree with it. Well, that's cool. All right, so a lighter topic. Today was uh, Trevor's very first day on the mat with us at Tech Center. He took when, it easy on me. <laughs> when when you got here, was you nervous? Yeah, I, I'm a ball of nerves anyway, but um, not as nervous as other things I've been nervous for, but I was nervous. I'm like, I don't know what I fully walked into, and I don't know what I'm about to get done to me or flipped around or whatever no one does when they first start <laughs> yeah i don't even remember like my i remember um i i remember like coming in and going like yeah i'm a i'm a taekwondo black belt and i'm a competitor and all this other stuff and then getting the crap beat out of me and going home and crying and being like my life is over because i'm uh, identified as a fighter, and then I realized I wasn't. A wrestler just blast doubled me and made me cry. You know what we should start doing? Just because we have a hard time remembering our first days. Like, I, I vaguely remember it. I'm not knowing anything and how rough it was, just trying to figure, what am I doing? Because uh, the only thing I ever knew about it was the jiu-jitsu I saw in the MMA fights, like UFC. Yeah. We need to start everyone's first day, give a video of their first day trying to do warm-ups and the move wait a couple years and go back and show them like you remember this that's cool dude that, that would be cool. that would be awesome or like a first day scrapbook like before they leave they write down like this is what happened or something right this is what i thought it was this is what really happened and then i was doing involuntary yoga <laughs> and then i was doing involuntary and then yoga. here we are <laughs> that would be i think that would be really cool that would be um that would be a really good idea because you're welcome yeah the people that are staying like, I barely remember. I don't remember anything after that except for, uh, like, years of getting my ass beat. And then, like, it's like, oh, now I'm here. I don't really remember, like, what whether I was scared or whether I was nervous or, like, I don't remember any of that stuff. All I remember is doing some of the warm-ups. I remember forward roll, backwards roll. You had me do shot steps. And trying to shrimp then you taught the knee cutter pass and i did that for a month and then i remember my first role was with you and you went side control scarf knee on belly windshield wipe knee on belly side control and i'm like i don't know what to do my first role was with chase rowden <laughs> and he wet blanket you the entire time Oh my gosh, I don't know why I stayed at this place after that, because that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh about it now. <laughs> Emotional support clown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first days. Chase come and done a leg lock seminar, and then uh, I was like, yeah, you should roll with Taylor. And he was like, her? And he pointed at her, and I was like, Yeah. She was like, I don't know what to do. He was like, just try to kill me. It's cool. <laughs> and then 
and he, he was like, oh, no. I was like, just wet blanket her, Chase. And he did. That is exactly what he did. And that is one of the biggest things that I remember. I don't remember being nervous or, but in my defense, I had just had my wisdom teeth taken out, which doesn't sound that crazy, but I got sliced from the back of my teeth all the way to the front. You probably don't remember it, but I still had stitches when I first started coming. I don't remember. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I like. So my first week was a little, I think I was a little loopy. That's why I kept showing up. It was, <laughs> wasn't in my right mind. But then I was like, these are my people now. I got to stick with it. <laughs> she, <laughs> went, she went to eat with us and it's over. Yeah. Right. By the time she got done with class, went home, went to sleep, woke up, she done forgot the previous day. <laughs> Let me go back. I don't remember getting my ass kicked. <laughs> here we go again and now like you're one of the staples too like like me like a new person comes in hell roll with bam bam <laughs> just go roll with him yeah just just go, just go. <laughs> we put everybody on this new with bam bam because he's good enough to protect himself and the person and the person he's rolling with so. and i just been a i just been a duck the last week i have a roll what that new tattoo yeah, I don't I, want to mess up my tattoo. I was gonna. Say, I just told Taylor last night or not before when we were rolling. Like, you know what? I can't wait for my next injury because I'm accident prone. I'm going to get injured. I'm going to go use that time to get me a new tattoo. I'm going to use it wisely. <laughs> you like, need to schedule it because he's he's got a booked appointment book. Oh, but, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let him know. Like, hey, this in, injury was unexpected. When can you fit me in? Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's go let's we'll do, do it this. in 30 minute increments every day just <laughs> let me show up when i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible uh you gonna get to the question you always ask the newbies yes oh, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so have you ever been in a fight and if it if you have um what's your most memorable fight and um like explain it to us like we're there like draw us a picture draw us a picture so it's like we're there if you haven't it's fine you say no i've never been in a fight uh we've had people give us that answer but if you have been in a fight it don't matter it could be at any age any time you could have been in kindergarten like it doesn't matter but like draw us a picture so that we can feel like we were there Mm. Never been in an actual fight. I have hit people, though, in self-defense before. I don't know if that one fully counts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you hit them. I'd count it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, so, like, fifth grade, I had a dude that had been bullying me since third grade. And we had said something to each other. He was making jokes about me, and I made a joke back. Like, okay, I can, if you're going to keep picking on me, I'll make a joke back about you. And it ticked him off. So after lunch, we went to the restroom. But the teacher was sending out like three guys at once and three girls at once. So the first thing he does is pick me up because he was taller than me. And I was like one of the tallest kids in the school then. Puts me up against the wall, like trying to threaten me. And I'm like, well, I can't swing and hit him with my fist. So I'm like, knee, woof, right into the crotch. And... I just remember it was like the best feeling ever because this person that had tormented me for three years then just dropped to his knees crying. <laughs> That's Success. <great>. Ended <laughs> the bullying after that. Hey, that's a win. It's funny how that works. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it's the first time I've heard uh, someone like 
actually kneeing somebody and like ending the fight like that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. My thought immediately went to because the way my mom works is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like Kenda Hill, Bobby Hill, my <laughs> purse. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not your purse. Wow. That's great. <laughs> You know exactly what I was talking about. Yes, I did. That's awesome. Because my mom works in cartoons and memes. <laughs> I could tell you the most memorable fight I've seen. Okay. In school. Um, so, I don't know if you went to school here. Yes. Oh, you did? Okay. So, you know how at what is now, it's the old high school, but the current middle school? Yes. The gym, they have the pull-out bleachers and everything. Yes. Um. During a game of dodgeball one day, all of a sudden we heard a racket, and these two girls stand up off the bleachers, and they're two very out-of-shape, fatter women <laughs> um, at the moment. And they I don't know what the argument was about, but all I saw is one of them deck the other in the head and clothesline them, and they both just hit every bleacher going down <laughs> in like slow motion hit the ground, bounced up, and then, like, there was a coach in between them, and he got hit and knocked about out, and they just kept going, and it was just the most interesting thing, seeing people roll down bleachers and continue to fight the whole time. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd be done if I rolled down some bleachers. Yeah, for sure. That is crazy. <laughs> that would have been cool to watch. Uh, it would. The fight I wish I would have got to see. I was, uh, it was right outside my classroom, and I heard all the commotion, and I saw the aftermath. It was a lot of blood. <laughs> uh, it was at that same school. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know what it is now being middle school because I don't know how much younger you are than me. I know that my class was the one that was half and half. My senior year was half at that school, half at the new one. Mm hmm. Well, at the old one, there was that one hallway that was added on, and it was a science hall at the time. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. like you can go out the end of it and go to the gym. Right. It was that hallway. <laughs> so I was in the classroom. The bell had not rung yet, and one of my classmates tried to come in the door, and all of a sudden the door slammed, just slammed shut. And we're in the classroom. I was like, what's, what's going on? He just comes in all casual, like, opens the door, and he's looking behind him like, they fighting, y'all. Like, just all casual, they fighting. So we all run up and run to the window, but they're still, like, that hallway is very cramped. So I couldn't see what was going on, so I heard about it all after. And I'm not going to name drop, but I still know the names of the people that was involved. Apparently, one of them bumped into the other one, and the one that got bumped into was like, that says something. Like, nothing out of the way, like, hey, watch where you're going or something. That's all it takes in high school. <laughs> the other one was like, oh, push him again. That was him our classroom door slamming. So he turns around, hooks him, broke the, broke the kid's jaw. Oh. Broke it. And uh, he had like four buddies. So them four jumped on the one dude. The one with the broke jaw, I said I saw the aftermath, bleeding. He ran, ran out that end door, trail of blood all the way to the outside. <clears throat> and the four had jumped on that one. So that's when a couple of his buddies jumped in. So it turned into like a melee, like 10 kids involved. And the only one that was seriously injured was the one that got his jaw broke. That was trying to be bad and pushed the one. Like it started with just a bump, like, hey, watch where you're going. And then, yeah. then pushed him and then broke jaw. And like that was the story for like a couple months. Like that, that was a rough one. 
Uh, that was the most memorable one that I, I ain't going to say saw. But, I mean, it happened like, yeah. on the other side of the wall. I heard all of it go down. Man, but you seen the aftermath of it. I saw the aftermath. And that was like, oh, that's what's sealed oh, like in the, your mind. Like, uh, yes, like that was that was a bad one. Because you hear about like at that age, middle school and stuff, fights happen. Mm-hmm. You handle your business, you get up, you walk away. That one, there wasn't no walking away. There was some aftermath. Jeez. Yeah, uh, Tink was showing me her phone the other day. And that she's in middle school. And she's like, oh, I'm glad I'm homeschooled now. These girls are fighting every day. There's like six or seven fights happened since she's been homeschooled. And I was like, let me see. And like one of her friends, this is why I like teach awareness. But like one of her friends was like, Try, it looked like she was trying to build up the courage to fight this girl. But the one girl was like, and she like whipped her head like that. Another girl went up and she caught her hair like this and like pulled it like that. And the girl turned to look and then it was like the girl that pulled her hair freaked out and went, yeet, and like just <laughs> snatched her down. <laughs> And then started hitting on top of her head like this. So it was like, and then went beep, 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 beep. And my daughter was like, oh, she beat her up. I'm like, no, they both kind of fell to the ground. I'm like, first of all, somebody pulls your hair like that, go towards them. Don't try to pull away. Like, take them down, go towards them. I'm like, if you're trying to pull away, they're just pulling you back by your hair and it's gonna just, hurt like hell yeah mm-hmm. just go where they're trying to pull you like towards them and take them down i'm like if that girl would have pushed forward took her down she'd have been on top and then she could have pulled her hair whatever whatever she <laughs> wanted her. to do whatever she wanted to do but uh i watched it and she was like oh that girl got beat up and i'm like you've been training jiu-jitsu since you were five years old and you think that girl got beat up like i don't understand why you think that girl got beat up it is unreal that you think that girl and it was like oh she got beat up i'm like mm, that girl's probably not even sore today other than where she got her hair pulled i guess the only reason why you think that is you see the punches and since we do jujitsu we don't really do a lot of striking just how to block a thrown punch and take them down but actually teaching them how to throw a proper punch they don't know how to? I mean, dude, Tank, Tank would have slammed that girl on her neck. Like, yeah, it it would have been so bad. And I don't, and Tank don't even realize that that's really what would happen. The only way that that wouldn't happen is if like she got overwhelmed emotionally and didn't act. But if she wasn't overwhelmed emotionally, she would like it wouldn't even phase her. Like, hundred percent, I know. Like, I've seen new kids come in here and pull her hair. Wouldn't even phase her. I think the only thing that would phase her is the fact that it's real now instead of it being a competition on Fridays like we do. Yeah. I don't know. I bet that girl did feel beat up. Because if you think about it, like, we have new people come in and they'll just drill. That doesn't involve getting hit or any kind of adrenaline whatsoever. They'll just drill and they get super sore. So I bet, I bet that little girl felt some kind of way if she did get, I mean, even if she was just getting smacked in the face 
for someone that doesn't train anything, it's probably pretty rough, no matter. Well, not having not seen the video, I mean, little bitty rabbit punches like that, it's possible that she probably is just more sore from the hair pulling. Yeah. Some I'm kind just, of adrenaline muscle dump or something. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be something there. But, like, like your, your daughter's self-defense, I mean, defense, like, you see that it looks worse than what it probably is, but also not doing striking yourself, you don't. I mean, does that make sense? Yeah, it just blows my mind. It's like, because uh, the kids show me fights. Like, oh, he, he put hands on him. He throwed him. He done this or he did whatever. And I'm just like, where? Yeah. Like, where? Like, I didn't, I didn't see anything that happened. Yeah, she got pulled down by her hair, but the other girl fell too. And there's like six rabbit punches. Like, oh, yeah. she, she beat her up. I was talking to Taylor about this earlier because yeah. me and her had art class together in high school. And one of my friends, some other kid in there done something to him. So he went up behind him and just started hitting him in the head really quickly. And at the end of it, we had a substitute that day. And she's like, well, he tore that head up. And I'm like, but he didn't even make full contact with the punches. It was so strange. That was Y'all are talking about y'all's most memorable fights. And we were just talking about this earlier because I didn't realize that you were in that class. <laughs> but we were just sitting there. We had a substitute, and something happened where one of them had got up to go to the other side of the classroom and had walked behind the other one. And I don't know what happened, but when he walked back by, dude just stopped behind him and started punching him in the head. Like, okay. And then he just stopped. And walked out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and the substitute teacher was like, well, he tore that head up and left it like that. Just kind of looked around. If we were talking about most memorable fights, like just we saw, I bet I know one of yours. You've told me this story. It was, uh, you were in high school and it was watching your stepbrother with the football players. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> that man yeah. remembers everything. His eyes got big. <gasps> yeah. Oh. That's the one. That, that was, I mean, that's a good story. Over shaving my head. Yes. Yeah. It's a good story. Yeah. That's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was a, that's a very good, that's a very good story. Uh, I was trying to play the football team and I was like, are you going to be on? I had long hair and the coach was making, um, he wasn't making the, the. I don't want to say his name, but the kid was like, "Oh no, I was shaving your head." And I'm like, it was a "Hazing, yeah, pretty, pretty much, yeah." And my brother is that allowed to be said now? I know there's a. Can we, oh, do we still haze? <laughs> At the time, though, yeah, and that's what it was. I was like, "Nope," and my brother come in and saved the day. It's my uh, my stepbrother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, <laughs> oh, so. I just think that being leaders and um, teaching people that it's important to make the right decisions and that the decisions that they are making right now will affect their life, that's super important. And I think that um, understanding that the things we're doing here is super important. And I think the things that, uh, that people are saying or virtue signaling or whatever you want to call it now 
is more of a victim mindset than it is of saying, hey, you can do something good. You can get out of whatever situation you're in if you choose better. So, yeah, your choices may suck right now, but the more right choices that you make, the easier it is to make right choices later. And that's what I was kind of wanting to, to get across as far as uh, what my thoughts was on that and stuff. Um, I know we get into a lot of talks and a lot of things here because everybody's so close and stuff. But I just, I, I don't get the mindset of, you know, like, oh, well, some people just can't. Because yeah, I did. And that, I I did, you know what I mean, and that it sounds arrogant or whatever when I say that, but I did, and um, I'm at a point now to where I'm realizing that I'm one, probably part of the one percent, not money wise, but skill wise and mentally wise, because most people never get out of their upbringing. If they had bad upbringing or their their culture was, has bad advice, most people take the advice and go, oh, well, this is how it is because this is what everyone I've ever seen ever told me. Instead of spending time reading books that was written by people that are actually financially part of the 1%, or spending time around people that they're actually successful in the fields that they want to be successful in, or spending time on the internet doing research of the people that are in the positions that they want to be in. Like, what did they do? What are they doing that made them so successful in those areas? When you see those things and you start doing those researches and doing all of those things, like, what... Um, made them successful and you you start asking yourself questions like that spending times with them like that time with them like that um you start making better choices your choices get easier they're easier to see the right choices are easier to see the more successful you become and uh i wanted that this entire thing to kind of be focused that. that's why i kind of got off the, the fighting and stuff to to bring that back full circle apparently i talked backwards uh, Taylor, look at that face. <laughs> Don't put me on blast. <laughs> yeah, I talk backwards. I say my point, and then I circle back to where it come from or what sent me on that track. But anyway, point is, is I think that your choices uh, are what dictate your success. You may you may have a farther your starting line may be farther away or whatever. But it doesn't mean that you can't do it. And it doesn't make it impossible. Just make the right choices and be consistent. And I guarantee you, whatever it is that you want, you will get. Especially this day and age. Whatever it is that you want, be consistent. Don't stray. If you stray, especially coming from Wildcom, from if you stray, you're done. You don't get that name. You don't get that other chance. You cannot stray. You have to be vigilant. You have to make the right decisions. And it all comes down to your choices. It just it just does. And um, that's what I've been trying to get through to everyone in the last couple of days. And that's why I made that post about being on my, uh, what did I say? 
about my uh-huh. mindset being on that mindset talk all day or something. Hold on, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I said something to the effect of I've been on. Are you the, ready? You yeah. ready? I've been on that personal growth talk all day. LOL. That's the hand reaching down, pulling others up. Let's go winning at life. Oh, that's what I said. But And what it was is I was just sitting there talking to somebody that was saying that everything that they everything they were experiencing was the fault of their father that because he didn't make good decisions that they couldn't and i was just like no no you can get out now you can decide now and if nothing else like you kind of got something to follow like you see what happened so why would you want to do the same thing right Anyway, uh, that's, I guess that's Tech Talk. We've been on it, been at it for, uh, I don't even see the time. I know, an hour at least. Yeah. Um, 52 minutes. Mm, nice. Right yeah. Uh, we're going to sp- probably start posting these as premieres, as lives every Thursday. Uh, we missed this Thursday because my hard drive broke and I didn't get to upload a whole entire podcast that we did. But, um, Probably looking at one of our new editors for Coach Jimmy and uh, this podcast. We're gonna we actually got some better lighting, so our lighting will get better um, after today. Um, we we'll, we we just got a lot of big things happening and coming and coming down the pipeline. I'm super excited about all of it. And um, anyway, that's Tech Talk. That's Bam Bam Taylor. Trevor and me, Jim, Coach Jimmy. Man, you guys have an amazing weekend. Hope you all have fun. And if you guys got anything, to, any suggestions about y'all want to hear our opinions about or want to hear us talk about it, uh, leave it in the comments below. Because uh, we, we don't mind. We, we're, we're open about our opinions. We'll, we'll share how we think, what we think. Um, I, don't know, I don't always think that I'm right, but I know – through personal experience, I'll tell you about my personal experience and like, hey, if if you disagree or if you agree, you know, all you all you're gonna get is me being real, me sharing my thoughts and my mind on it. I don't know everything. I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm still trying to get better and be, be a better role model and a better person. So that's it. And you guys, peace. <laughs>